Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following 10 films all have one common fiber. They are presumed by most audiences to be colossal money-losing flops, when in reality that just isn't the case. Even if a profit of $50 million might ultimately seem like chump change to some studio executives. I'm Gareth from WhatCulture.com and here are 10 movies you presumed were massive flops that really weren't. Number 10. Last Action Hero There were high hopes for John Mc. Tiernan's subversive action comedy starring Arnold Schwarzenegger as an action star who ultimately ends up being dragged into the real world. The problem was that off the back of a surefire classic like Terminator 2, audiences weren't really prepared for an Arnie-starring action comedy and simply expected the Austrian oak to be his usual badass self. Instead, we got self-deprecating humor at the expense of a lot of action. Yet for all its dubiousness, Last Action Hero is probably one of the most underrated movies in Schwarzenegger's filmography. That said, it was a bit of a box office disappointment. Grossing just, and I say just, $137 million against an $85 million budget. The movie's lower budget than many of the movies truly can considered flops these days meant that it wasn't actually a catastrophic failure, but merely a letdown given the box office draw Schwarzenegger had been up to that point. The movie has since become a cult classic and as such you can bet that its home video sales made it quite profitable in the long run. Number 9. Total Recall We are now leaping ahead somewhat aptly with a remake of one of Arnie's classic action films, Total Recall. Few people, be they Arnie fans or not, really cared about this movie being made, sadly. Though, to be fair, many expected it to be a moderate success. Given its flashy visual effects, popular lead actor, and PG-13 rating. Unlike the original movie, which was of course rated R. Surprising it was then that, along with a mixed critical response, the movie netted $198 million worldwide ahead of its $125 million budget. Again, this is hardly something to get giddy about, but it's not an abject disaster either. And even if the movie had a colossal marketing budget of $50 million or more, which given the lack of posters we saw around release time, I for one am doubting, it would have still made over $20 million of pure profit, before even factoring in other distribution methods. Opposers of remakes love to use Total Recall as an argument against them, but really it could have flopped much harder than this. So give it a rest. Number 8. Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance Here's a movie everyone assumes was a total failure because it's hard to find anybody who actually shelled out money to go and see it. Seriously, did you? 
Ghost Rider Spirits of Vengeance may have grossed around $100 million less than the original film, but it's also important to remember that its budget was also around half of the original, and with a $57 million budget, it managed to make $130 million. Given the disastrous reviews and generally awful quality of the product, it raking in so much money should be considered nothing short of a miracle. A fluke worthy of a deal with the devil himself, you could say. With the film being liked by basically nobody, it was fair to assume the movie was a flop, all the more considering chatter of a third outing was muted at best. Alas, the movie was by all measures a bigger success than anyone could have reasonably expected even if it completely defies any rational system of logic. Number 7. Waterworld If you look up the word flop in the dictionary, I'm pretty sure there's a picture of Kevin Costner f***ing into a bottle. Give me a second, yep, there it is. At the time of its release, Waterworld was the most expensive movie ever made, budgeted at $175 million and widely expected to be a mammoth success. The movie ended up making just $264 million at the box office, resulting in a seeming $89 million dollar profit. Though with marketing costs rumored to have skyrocketed to around $60 million, really the movie just about made $29 million when it was all said and done. Due to the extensive publicity surrounding the film's underwhelming performance, it was reported that even still the movie did not present gains for Universal, to taking into account the cut that cinema chains would take from the gross. Yikes. Therefore, the movie only truly started to generate revenue on home video. Still, it seems a tad unfair that Waterworld is probably the most notorious box office bomb in history, when unlike many similarly problematic movies, it actually managed to at least meet its budget at the box office. So that's something. Number 6. Battleship Peter Berg's Battleship was clearly trying to connect to the same audience who bought into Michael Bay's Transformers movies, with its similar preference for military fetishism and lots of guns and metal flying around. A movie based on one of the most popular board games of all time? What could possibly go wrong, right? Well, the movie's opening weekend grosses were considerably less than had been anticipated for an effects-heavy summer blockbuster such as this. And so, Battleship was promptly labeled a big fat flop in the ocean. Battleship did unquestionably disappoint, but it still managed to do $303 million against a $209 million budget. And you can bet your bottom dollar it's the sort of film that would have done really well on home video and also on syndication since. There's absolutely no doubt about Battleship being a terrible film. Not at all. But it's not quite the financial disaster so many love to go on about. Number 5. The Cable Guy By the time 1996's The Cable Guy finally hit the big screen, Jim Carrey had already become one of the biggest stars Hollywood had to offer. His turns in Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, The Mask, Dumb and Dumber, and even Batman Forever had all left audiences begging for more of his elastic brand of comedy. This is why studios were happy to pay the star whatever he wanted to tie him to their feature. However, this willingness to meet Carey's staggering $20 million asking price for The Cable Guy eventually led to the Ben Stiller-directed film being targeted by rival studios. Upon its release, these other production companies began to slam the movie as a massive disaster in comparison to the other features Carey had been a part of, with their aim being to derail a project and studio that had set a new industry high when it came to an actor's fee. In reality, though, The Cable Guy was anything but a monumental flop. On a budget of $47 million, the film managed to bring in $102.8 million worldwide. 
which was admittedly less than the other features Kerry had starred in. However, Columbia Pictures didn't roll out a huge marketing campaign for the feature, so the studio still managed to make a decent profit in the end. Number 4. Batman and Robin Batman and Robin is a textbook example of a film so unconscionably awful that people don't even care about box office figures. The film was universally reviled by fans and critics alike, and is continually regarded as one of the worst films ever made. Sorry, George. This ultimately caused it to fall considerably short of Batman Forever's box office gross, which was $336 million against a $100 million budget. Batman and Robin still took $238 million against a $125 million budget, though, so it wasn't an outright failure for Warner, even if the expectation for a sequel is naturally that it outgrosses the previous film. The universal hatred aimed at the movie accounts largely for the reason a sequel never took off, and the franchise was thankfully rebooted by Christopher Nolan eight years later. However, it made just north of $100 million over its original budget, and the movie was no doubt a piece of cake to sell to TV networks works and on home video, at the time anyway. That it has earned a perverse cult value in recent years also means that Warner has inevitably not suffered too hard for its disappointing box office. Fans, on the other hand, oh, did we suffer. Number 3. AI Artificial Intelligence AI is one of the most divisive films in Steven Spielberg's filmography, and was certainly one of his most anticipated, given that the project was gifted to the director from Stanley Kubrick in the mid-90s, and film fans were essentially hoping that some of Kubrick's DNA would have rubbed off on the final product. Despite being a visually stunning, beautiful, and quite bizarre effort, it's fair to say that the film wasn't the breakout hit DreamWorks were hoping for, and the film's domestic box office particularly suffered. The harsh box office at home no doubt accounted for a lot of the negative publicity stating that AI was an overall financial flop, but it performed extremely well overseas by comparison, and ended up taking in $235 million against $100 million of budget. Many today view AI as one of Spielberg's admirable, noble failures, but both critically and commercially, the film did end up winning out in the end albeit more modestly than we might have hoped or expected. Number 2. Prince of Persia The Sands of Time Prince of Persia The Sands of Time is really one of the only video game adaptations to date where a studio jumped in with both feet and fully committed themselves to the vision. Complete with a huge budget and an A-list cast, headed by Jake Gyllenhaal playing a version of the famous protagonist. One of the better efforts to adapt a video game, the movie no doubt benefited from Jerry Bruckheimer's presence as a producer, though as he eventually proved with The Lone Ranger, not everything he touches turns to gold. Prince of Persia ultimately received mixed notices from critics, and scooped an underwhelming $335 million at the box office against a $200 million budget. Bruckheimer and co. were clearly banking on this becoming the next Pirates of the Caribbean. Though, frankly, many were impressed the movie connected with audiences at all, and even managed to make this amount of money. It'll doubtless continue to be used for years to come by studios as a way of suggesting why they should never put big money into video game adaptations. But it was far from the mega-flop many assumed it to be. Number 1. Aragon It is a genuine pain that this movie made the number one spot. Like, my body is actually hurting just talking about it, considering it is easily one of the worst blockbusters of the last two decades. Yet, despite its reputation, it actually did make money. Seriously, Aragon was adapted from author Christopher Paolini's novel, and as critics frequently derided it, it's basically an awkward mix of elements from Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Harry Potter. 
but worse than all of those classics, much worse. Though boasting an oddly great cast, including John Malkovich, Jeremy Irons, Robert Carlyle, and Rachel Weisz, the performers were mostly left flailing helplessly around the risable script. With a modest $100 million budget though, Aragon made a decent $249 million at the box office. Impressive considering it squared off against Night at the Museum at the US box office. It may not have become a box office barn burner by any means, but despite its reputation as an epic fail, it ended up becoming the 16th highest grossing film of 2006 and made a little bit of pocket money for Fox. Now, let's just never speak of it again, okay? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.